Let's open our Bibles this morning to 2 Kings chapter 10 and the 15th verse. 2 Kings chapter 10 and the 15th verse. Can somebody read it for me, please? Now, when he departed from there, he met Jehonadab, the son of Rechab, coming to meet him. And he greeted him and said to him, Is your heart right? As my heart is toward your heart. And Jehonadab answered, It is. Jehu said, If it is, give me your hand. So he gave him his hand, and they took him up into his chariot. Amen. Hallelujah. You should go home and read about Jehonadab. Amen. Jehonadab and the son of Rehab. Amen. Hallelujah. You should go and read about him. Amen. This morning I want to title the scripture or this word, Anointing for God's Purpose. Amen. Deva how many of you want this hallelujah morning hallelujah how many of you want to believe that god will use you mightily government which anoint you for god's purpose amen we want to be stepped out we want to step out into 2017 knowing that god will use us for his name hallelujah i want to anoint us this morning hallelujah you have to believe that god's anointing will come upon you in a fresh and a mighty way Hallelujah. Blessed be the name of the Lord. What happens when the anointing of God come upon your life? Hallelujah. It is an anointing when you, hallelujah, praise God. When, what happens, hallelujah, when this kind of an anointing take over your life? What happens, hallelujah, blessed be the name of the Lord, when anointing for God's purpose come over your life? Hallelujah. It is an anointing that you will see that you are praying more than you are playing. Praise God. Hallelujah. When this anointing, hallelujah, come upon your life, you will see that you are praying more, hallelujah, than praying. Everybody say, I'm anointed for God's purpose. Amen. When this anointing comes upon your life, you will be praying more than you're playing. You have fun, but you'll be playing more, praying more. Hallelujah. The major purpose of God will be Moving forth ahead than everything else. Hallelujah. Amen. How many of you want to believe God's major things in my life wants to move ahead of rather than everything else? Praise the Lord. Everything else will be on the side, but I will be keep moving forth for the glory of Jesus Christ. When this anointing come upon your life, you will be obedient more than you're disobedient. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. There'll be a more. There'll be obedience will be more than your disobedience. I'm not saying that you're going to be perfect, but I'm saying that your obedience shall be more than your disobedience. Everybody say, my obedience shall be more than my disobedience. Amen. When this anointing come upon your life, you will wake up and seek him more than you sleep and complain on the bed. Praise God. You will wake up and seek him more than you sit and bored and idle on your bed. Hallelujah. Praise God. Taking your WhatsApp, taking your Facebook. Keep checking, keep checking, keep checking. Praise the Lord. But when this anointing come upon your life, that you will be reading the Bible more. You will be seeking the Lord more. You will be understanding the Lord more. You will be worshipping the Lord more. Hallelujah. When this anointing come upon your life. When this anointing come upon your life, Hallelujah. You will understand, hallelujah, the importance of 
being a part of the church, hallelujah, that you will contribute more to the church than have little complaints. Amen. It is an understanding. To, it, is a, it, is a, it, is a, it is an anointing to understand the burden of a pastor and the burden of a church and the burden of a vision in the city more than the little complaints that is mocking around. Hallelujah. Across your life. Amen. Hallelujah. Praise God. It's an anointing that you will accept and respect each other more than you disrespect and reject each other. Praise the Lord. It's a contagious spirit. Amen. It's an anointing where you will get up more than you've fallen down. Oh, hallelujah. Amen. How many of you want this anointing? Praise God. This is what the Lord said. Hallelujah. If, if, if you wanted to hear again, it's an anointing where you pray more then you play more. It's an anointing where you're obedient more, then you're disobedient more. It is an anointing where you wake up and seek the Lord more, then you sit, hallelujah, eat the idleness, bread of idleness. It is an anointing where you understand the burden of the pastor and the city more, hallelujah, than to have little complaints lurking around your house. It's an anointing to accept and respect more. Praise God. And I pray and I believe and I feel the sense of anointing coming upon the church. Hallelujah. That's why whenever you see chariots in the Bible, you will see always God's purpose there. Hallelujah. Amen. You will see Jehu taking Jehonabab, Jehonab into the chariot. Amen. Whenever you see a chariot in the Bible, for example, 2 Kings 2.11, when you see Elijah and Elisha with the chariot, you will see Elisha, Elijah, Handing over God's torch or God's purpose to Elisha. When you see in 2 Kings 17, when uh, the servant of Elisha see the chariots and the horses uh, around the mountain, he says, Elisha says, there are more with us than with the enemy. It is speaking about the protection for God's purpose. Praise God. Whenever you see chariots, there is... Hallelujah. Something of God's purpose. Nobody has to worry about stepping forth for God. If you are not stepping forth for God, you have to be worried. Let me read. Let me speak to you again. If you have ever stepped out for God, there is no need of worrying. If you haven't, if you have not, there is every reason to worry. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Oh, I love that. Sometimes I think, why, why do, you know, why am I less worried? Times, you know, there is an anointing comes upon you, then there is no worry. I mean, there are so many things around you that needs to be worried, but there is, then I know that I'm in the purpose of God. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. When you see the chariot again in 2 Kings chapter 13, where Elisha hands over the anointing to, hallelujah, you see Elisha and uh, 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 Joash. You see again the chariots. And this time the transparent, God's purpose has been made transparent to Joash. Praise the Lord. 
Whenever you see chariots, something, it says, put that arrow straight. I will give you deliverance over Syria. Praise God. That's the transparency of what God is going to do. Nothing is hidden. So many people have this question, what is God going? What, what, what is God's purpose? What, what, what God? Why? There is no transparency. You're not understanding a transparency of God's purpose. When this anointing comes, your life is transparent. The purpose of God over your life is transparent. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. In the New Testament, you see in Acts chapter 8 and 27, hallelujah, praise God. This time it's not a heavenly chariot, but there is a heavenly purpose there. Hallelujah. When you see eunuch and Philip in the chariot, again speaking about, hallelujah, there's a transportation, a spiritual transportation. Although there was a physical transportation happening, there is a spiritual transportation happening. Eunuch moving from death unto life, praise God. Useless, hallelujah, eunuch, hallelujah, from the king's armory, he is moving into God's plan and God's purpose. He is the one who won Africa for Jesus. What are you winning? What are you winning? There are people who win Oscars. There are people who win. Hallelujah. Praise God. Nominee for presidential election. All these are good. But what are you winning? The greatest winner is when you win souls. Or when you are in the purpose of God. What are you winning? Praise God. Are you a winner? You are winning souls. You are a winner. The one who wins souls, they are wise, the Bible says. I pray this morning, there will be a transportation into God's purpose. A spiritual transportation. Oh, glory to God. Four things to understand about this anointing. This is called, also called the anointing of zeal. Praise God. The 16th verse, he is saying, Jehu is telling Jonad Rehab or Rehabite Jonadab says, Come into my chariot and see my seal. Praise the Lord. This is the anointing. This anointing comes, you'll be zealous, zealous for God. Praise God. Hallelujah. Then he said, Come with me and see my zeal for the Lord. How many of you can say that? Boldly, come and see the zeal of the Lord. Not the come and see my moves. Come and see the zeal of the Lord. Not come and see my money. Come and see the zeal of the Lord. Come on church, not see come and see my business. Come and see my zeal of the Lord. Come on. 2017, you need to look at somebody and see, come and see my zeal of the Lord. Getting up in the morning, fasting and praying, seeing my family saved, seeing the devil's hand broken over my life. Come and see the zeal of the Lord. Hallelujah. And four things that you need to understand about the God's anointing of God's zeal. God's anointing of God's zeal or God's anointing of zeal. Four things to understand. Number one. Anointing of seal for God's purpose and worship cannot be separated. Amen. John chapter 2, 16 and 17 verse. Somebody read it for me. John chapter 2, 16 and 17 verse. And he said to those who sold doves, Take these things away. Do not make my father's house a house of merchandise. Then his disciples remember that it was written, Zeal for your house has eaten me up. Amen. 
The place of worship is becoming a place of merchandise. The Lord's worship has lost its place. There are demonic spirits that is being attracted into the house of God. And Jesus is a, one of the times where Jesus is taking, hallelujah, praise God, is overthrowing the marketplace. He's stopped and he's turned, he, he's coming there and he's consumed by anger. Because he's a seal for my house is consumed. The other word says, when you have the seal of God, you have zeal for worship. He said, do not touch my worship place. Do not touch the place of my worship. God hates when we substitute anything for true worship. John 4 says, he is looking for true worshipers. In other words, the anointing of seal cannot be separated from worship. I am seeking for worshipers. He is not looking for fame and name. He is looking who is getting up in the morning, who is worshiping the Lord, who is still teaching the children to worship. Kids church, let me tell you, teach the church, teach the kids church to worship. Parents, teach them to worship. Don't teach them to read Hardy Boys that anybody can teach. Teach them to worship. We teach our children everything else. Teach good manners. Teach to use spoon and fork. Teach to put their shirt inside their shorts. But do we teach to have a spiritual garment of worship and praise? Do we put it over their lives every day morning? I am asking you parents to do it. Otherwise you will have to give an account of responsibility that God has placed. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Okay, how many of you like Charles Spurgeon? I love, I love some of his quotes. He said, you never will go to heaven unless you are prepared to worship Jesus Christ as God. I liked it. You will never go to heaven. Any true worshippers will worship here. Love to worship. I don't know how people who hate prolonged worship And I I don't know how they're going to sit in heaven. It's a joke for me. It's an absolute joke for me. You cannot sit two or three hours in worship here. And you are going to have an eternal session of worship in heaven. And you can't do it here. I don't know how you're going to do it there. If you're a real Christian, born again. You will love to worship the Lord. Night and evening, morning and day. It's not music. It's worship. It's not the skill, it's the heart. 2017, I pray that your stubborn, blind, wrecked hearts will be open and see this truth and you'll be delivered from the deceptions of the devil. Hallelujah. Same Spurgeon said, some go to church to take a walk. Some to laugh. Some to talk, some to meet a friend, some to spend some time, some go to meet a lover, some go there a fall to cover, some go there for speculation, some go there for observation, some go there to doze and nod. But the wise go there to worship. 
Oh, hallelujah. Amen. Are you wise? The wise men were not in the wise men association, YMCA. They were worshipping Jesus. Praise God. Hallelujah. Amen. The same Spurgeon said, saints are descended. Saints are described as fearing the name of the Lord. They are reverent worshippers. They stand in awe of God's authority. They are afraid of offending Him. They feel their own night nothingness in the sight of an infinite one. They don't want to offend Him. They want to do everything to please Him. Not out of pressure, but out of understanding. Praise the Lord. You cannot separate the anointing of God's purpose from worship. If you want to be used for God, you have to be a worshiper. Amen. That is called the pure ministry. Pure anointing. Pure worship. Everything else is impure. Any ministry that is done without worship, any attending service and listening of God's word without worship is impure. Hallelujah. There is no transformation that happens there. Some people say, oh, come after worship, listen to the word. Hallelujah. Amen. Number two about understanding about God's purpose. You cannot separate anointing for God's purpose from obedience. Praise the Lord. You cannot separate. Everybody say, I can't separate. Anointing for God's purpose from obedience. You cannot say that I want to be used for God. I have zeal for God. I have the anointing. I'm so zealous and not listening to Him. That is impure zeal. Zeal without knowledge. Praise God. Listen to God. Listen to the men of God. And enlargement will come. The Bible says, the moment Jehu became dull and started disobeying, he was a good king, finished doing a set of purposes God put across to him that was to kill Jezebel and his Ahab and his household. But there came to a point that he had a promise from God. He said, Lord said, I'm so happy with you. Yet the Bible says, he moved away from God's plan. And the Bible says, use the word, The Lord cut short Israel because of Jehu. Cut short. God's plan and purpose over your life will be cut short. Things will become small when you move out of God's purpose. Praise the Lord. When he became started, became disobedient, cut short. The way God wanted to use them. God could not use it anymore. They extend. Everybody say extend. They extend. Extend. And the Come on, church, this morning. We need to have the spirit of obedience. We need to have the attitude of obedience. Otherwise, we'll be cut short. Years will go on without fulfilling the plan of God. Amen. Jeremiah 35, but 18 to 14. 
Rehabites who are not from Israel, but from Canaanites. Praise God. Rehabites who are from Canaanites, not from Israel. Were saluted by the Lord. You know why? Because they listened to the earthly father and obeyed the Lord. And kept the commandments of God. And God is saying, I'm so jealous. Here is they have an earthly father and they're obeying God. And I am a heavenly father. Telling them and they're not obeying. You can read Jeremiah later. And they said, because of that spirit of obedience. Oh, I will give them a hair for their throat. Forever. Come on. The spirit of obedience is important. Everybody say, spirit of obedience. Look at two people and say, spirit of obedience. Amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. Your future will be blessed when full potential, fullness, when you have a spirit of obedience. Amen. No amen for that? (laughs) Number three, you cannot mix self-ambition and Personal agenda with God's purpose. You cannot be zealous. You cannot have the anointing of zeal and have the anointing to move in God's purpose and use it for your personal agenda. Pulpit is not for personal agenda, not to attack people. It is to build up people. Not for self-ambition to become the great man of God. It is to make sure that the church will become, hallelujah, will grow to the hallelujah, uh, the stature of the Christ head. That the church shall grow into Christ head. Hallelujah. Hosea 1, 4 and 5. The Bible says, speaks about Jehu. Where God was upset with him. He was asked to kill Ahab. And Jezebel. But Jehu went to the extent of killing everyone in Jezreel. And he said, I will count. That is disrespect, disobedience, personal ambition. And I will, you will have to give an account of the blood that you shed. God is saying, I'm upset. You have done more than I asked you. For your own personal purposes. Don't take the name of spirituality. And attack people. We use scriptures. We have spiritual agendas today. To bring a person down. To kill people. Bible says, bless those who persecute you. Pray for those who despitefully use you. Are you blessing when you feel persecuted? Where is you and where is the Christian? Witness. How many of you can be caught cursing your mother-in-law, cursing your father-in-law, cursing the pastor, cursing somebody who has hurt you? And Jesus is saying, how can two waters come through your mouth, salt water and clean water? How can bitterness and curse come through the same mouth? Something is wrong. Hallelujah. You need to sacrifice the personal agendas. Amen. To see 
this anointing manifested in your life. Praise God. The Lord told me this word will pierce some people. But they will be anointed at the end of the service. If you chose to be pierced, if you chose to have the stubborn head, I pray God help you. That's the last word American president said. God help me. Pray God help you. Only God help me. <laughs> Hallelujah. What does this anointing do? What does this anointing we are looking at will do? It will open your eyes. It will open your eyes. Everybody said, open my eyes. Open my eyes for what? Play around? Busy body? Moving around? Open my eyes to what? To see who is for you. Who is against you. Praise God. Open my eyes to see who is for you. Who is against you. Jehu was not perfect, but Rehonab understood Jehu is for me. Sometimes you need eyes to be opened. You are, you are seeing the wrong people. Pastor is for me. This person who is sitting next to me is for me. My family is for me. Our children's eyes are open to wrong people. They're the friends are for them. Parents are against them. The church, the pastor is against them. The world is for them. Oh, that's called blindness. I pray those blindness shall be closed. Your eyes will be open. Praise the Lord. When you speak about a financial blessing to certain churches, they are thinking, oh, pastor is a false prophet. Jesus was always poor. Closed eyes. It breaks the spirit of independence and brings togetherness over our lives. Amen. How do you stir this anointing up? Number three. How do you stir this anointing up? 2 Kings chapter 10 and the 12th verse. And he arose and departed and went to Samaria. On yeah. the way at Beth Eketh of the shepherds, Jehu met with the brothers of Ahaziah, king of Judah, and said, Who are you? And they answered, We are the brothers of Ahaziah. We have come down to greet. He came where? What is that word there? Beth Eket. Beth Beth Eket. Put it put it on. Beth Eket of the shepherds. That means the binding house of the shepherds. What is the binding house of the shepherd? Where the sheep were tied for shearing. You want to stir this anointing? You need to be tied with the shepherd. The shepherds needs to tie you. And the extra wool he needs to share it. Ah, uh, come on. He needs to cut it. Praise the Lord. There is blessing in that. It is also play, spoken as the meeting place where the shepherds meet. That is the place that you need to come to fulfill the purpose of God. God doesn't do anything independent of the church. Jesus shears you. 
what happens when Jesus shares you? Your unspiritual pains will go. <laughs> what is unspiritual pains? The extra wool. What is the extra wool? When the devil tell you, oh, I'm not enjoying life. Look at the people of the world. Extra wool. And the fashion and the presentation of sermon is substituted for the anointing. Extra wool. Is pastor controlling the church? Extra wool. It's all a part of extra wool. When you pinpoint somebody else's weakness, oh, that person asked me like this. Extra wool. When you compare each other, extra wool. When you cannot stand certain people, extra wool. It's all cut. God said, I can't use you. I have to shear it up. I have to cut it. Praise the Lord. He first love you. He will hug you. He will massage you. And when you stand up on your feet, and when you are full, hallelujah, Josh, suddenly take the scissor. Boom. It's the most uh, beautiful technique in the shepherding. Most risky man, risky thing too. You share at the wrong time, you had it. Unspiritual pains these are. So many people are not being used for God's people because they are unspiritual pains. Amen. And at the beginning of the year, if you don't remove it from your life, I don't know what year is going to be written on your life. Praise God. This is an opportunity of the beginning of the year to be shared. Oh, hallelujah. Come on, church. Come on, church. Come on, church. Come on, church. It's good to be shared. Hallelujah. Amen. 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 Hallelujah. I'm shared, but I'm not upset. Look at two people and said, I'm shared, but not upset. Amen. I, I gave a word the other day in a church and somebody came and told me, a very close friend of mine said, Chako, you don't allow me to even sit and hurt and upset for some minutes. <laughs> not only you need to be shared, but you should not get upset. Amen. Some of you have this extra wool that says, Oh, I'm not enjoying life. The church is too long. The fashion and the presentation are more important than the anointing. It's extra wool. You need to. Bible says, They came to the binding house for the wool to be shared. How to stir up the anointing? Praise God. Let the wool be shared in Jesus' name. Bible says in Deuteronomy 22 and 11, you cannot have linen and wool together. Amen. When you forget the linen, speaking about the cross and his righteousness, and goes for self-works and self-ambition, it stops the Holy Spirit from moving in your life. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Number two. First thing Jehu went was go to a sharing house. Number two, the Bible says they saluted each other. Everybody's salutation. After sharing comes salutation. Amen. What is salutation between each other? It's more than lip service. 
it's saying bible says when jesus came into the road the multitudes came with him was in other words and bible says they saluted jesus in other words in other words they say jesus we are on the same road we are together and we need you hallelujah the salutation speaks about that we are on the same road fighting the same enemy and i am with you and i need you oh come on church they took time and did it in israel they would hug each other embrace each other tell them make tell them come 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 patrick come come here come come they, they would salute like this they would converse they would tell ah, i'm with you hey guy i'm i'm here don't worry i'm with you same road same enemy we'll do it together what do you do what is that who are you sodia gandhi politician come to church come on church you're not a politician you're a child of god you're not an opportunist you're a believer you share love you tell people make them feel that they're needed one corinthians 12 said every members of the body should be made shall be shown their importance amen Mary saluted Elizabeth and said we are on the same road we are on the same purpose you John I Jesus I Jesus you John one prepares one dies I <laughs> do you do that the bible says there was a baby was sleeping in the womb come on things will become life your promises will become leaping they will want to come out before time come on i pray that as you salute each other your johns will come out hallelujah praise god it will show an urgency to come out your promises will show an urgency to come out for the gospel of jesus christ hallelujah salutation number 3 he asked is your heart here jonab is asking jehu is your heart here Is your heart here? Is your heart with me? Are we are we of the same heart? Number three to stir up this anointing. Is your heart here? Years back, I was looking at this star. I watched Star World on. There was a program. I forgot its name. There was a light detector test. They will ask you questions. If it is truth, I mean, you will get money. So. They, you will be asked ridiculous questions it's a light detector so one girl was asked do you love your husband she said yes and it was the truth and the next question was did you sleep with this friend 
Yes. It was the truth. So I was thinking, how is that possible? The light detector is contrary. It's making a mistake. She loves her husband? It's true. But she sleeps with her husband's friend also? It's true. Then I understood. The light detector can test the lies that come from your mind. But it cannot test the heart. Praise God. They were testing their brain waves. What what is happening with their brain? Only Jesus can test your heart. Is your heart there? If your heart is there, your body should also be there. Come on church this morning. If your heart there, your body should be faithful to your heart. You cannot say, my heart is there, I'm unfaithful in my body. In any relationship, your heart, your mind, your body, full thing should be there. That is the truth. Hallelujah. Oh, I pray the challenges. Bible says in John chapter 2, 24 and 25, everybody believes in Jesus. Jesus did not commit himself to anyone because he knew their hearts. What is in man? Oh, come on church. Can you pass through the light detected test of God? Hallelujah. And I'm stopping with this. How do you stir this anointing? He said, give me your hand. Give, to your, give your hand to somebody. Give your hand. Say, give me your hand. Say, say it up. Give me your hand. Praise God. Give me your hand. Yeah. Hold it. Hold it. Hold it. Hold it. Press it. Shake it. Massage it. How is the feeling? Very good. <laughs> says give me your hand he's speaking about strong bonds strong bonds better life better ministry praise the lord hallelujah the devil is trying to put a distance between god's people with the spirit of judgment and with a judgmental spirit we need to not allow the accuser a judgmental spirit to put a distance between each other amen that's why you know when we know everything is spiritual what we do when you come to church we say come together sit together don't keep the chairs empty sit sit close by you know why strong, showing strong bonds when peter stood up 11 stood up strong bonds amen john did not say oh, ah, peter doesn't even know how to speak properly ah, you not say that. Strong bonds, better life. Why did you keep a distance from each other? I'll tell you. Peter kept a distance from Jesus. Peter also kept a distance from John. You keep a distance from Jesus. You will keep a distance from each other. You can never say that I'm close to Jesus and I'm close distance from each other. 
If you are close to Jesus, you are close to your wife. If you are close to Jesus, you are close to your church. If you are close to Jesus, you are close to the pastor and the people who minister the word of the living God. If you are close to Jesus, it's always the core is Jesus. First they gave themselves to the Lord, then they gave it to each other. First are you giving yourself to Jesus? Acts chapter 3 when Peter came close to Jesus Peter came close to John and they both came to the gate of beautiful ah oh, come on church strong bonds it's a beautiful gate ah oh, it's a beautiful life it's a beautiful ministry it's a beautiful testimony it's a beautiful spirit hallelujah 1 Corinthians 12 and 13 says, I have spoken this very much, but write it down on your notebook, underline it. 1 Corinthians 12, 30. For we are baptized. We are all baptized. By one spirit, we are all baptized into one body. Whether Jews or Gentiles or Malayalish or Mangluris or Manipuris or Tamilians. Oh, you can't see that. I see it in the spirit. <laughs> Whether we bond or free, we have all made to drink what? Only chocolate milkshake. Only everybody drinks chocolate milkshake. Not one drink chocolate, one drink strawberry. No, no. We are all made to drink chocolate milkshake. Some of you are sitting here have somewhere gone and drank some strawberry and some pista and somewhere and you are coming here and acting mad and rude and I break that yoke over your life this morning in the name of Jesus. gave us the baptism of the Holy Spirit to be one together, strong bonds I pray that the two spirit will never attack you, one is the spirit of Judas it brought an eternal distance from God and God's people, the spirit of Judas I pray that it will never be in this church in Jesus name then there is a spirit of Dimas an eternal distance from God's purpose I pray that spirit. Dimas left Paul and loved the world and went away from the ministry. I pray that you will not be bound to these two spirits in Jesus' name. Amen. This morning, hallelujah. God is telling us, Holy Spirit is telling us, come to the chariot. Ah. Come, give me your hand. Come to the chariot and see the zeal, hallelujah, of God's people. Amen. Hallelujah. Let's close our eyes in prayer this morning. Hallelujah.